I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Do you know and understand what it is to live awake, awake and aware? Well, let's we're going to be diving into that today. Hello, everyone in the chat that's getting in the chat, those of you on the phone lines, those of you listening later in the archives, it's really, really good to connect with you. Um, I'm extra fired up today. I had a really good conversation with a friend of mine in Sweden, Katarina. She's been on the show before. Amazing artist, designer, also um musician, singer. She has this amazing song out from years ago called Bliss by Yogini. She went by Yogini. You can find that. Just put it on what is it called when it just keeps playing over and over? Replay. No, replay something else. But anyway. Ah, I've been out and about. I'm taking care of a friend of mine, little doggy beans, little monkey and Dorje. Hello there. Little Yorkie and a little Chihuahua. So I'm tuned in, meditated, had a long walk, a little cappuccino, having another decaf cappuccino right now. I am ready to go for your questions, comments, connections. So if you happen to be in the chat, you want to ask a question, that's fine. You just need to, um, uh, let's see, I think you have to sign up. You have to sign up for Blog Talk Radio. Otherwise, you can't. Uh, interact in the chat. You can just listen. It's up to you. If you're listening by phone, that's great also. But if you do have a question or a comment or you wanted a reading, you need to press 1 on the keypad. Okay, and that number is 539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. If you don't press 1, I'm not going to pick up. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I like, I like. All right, three four seven five three nine five one two two. Let's just jump right in and get to callers. Um, feeling that there's there's a lot of energy shifting, a lot of energy intensification. I've been talking about it extensively about what's going on on my Patreon group. My um, I've been doing videos about what's going on, and then of course we meet in person, live in person. Uh, once a month to do deep dives uh, in, and you can ask specific questions, longer questions. Um, that's people that are doing the soul path journey. And then, of course, on my pick a card game. Oh, by the way, I'd love to have um, more people subscribe to my pick a card readings. If you watch them, I know a lot of people. I watch stuff a lot on the TV screen, the monitor. 
that I would really love it. It helps other people, you know, it helps other people find the channel and it also inspires me. So I'm going to put out a call. Connect with me, follow um, me on Instagram, and then connect with the Soul Path YouTube community um, on my channel, Soul Insights. I changed the name again with Michelle Mache, Soul Insights and Tarot. Got some really great stuff coming up that I'm going to be able to do more stuff, um, not just paid. You know, I try to do a lot of stuff that's free, or, you know, or isn't too costly or free, but um, we're going to have some new things coming to YouTube. So I will keep you posted on that. But for the now, Soul Insights and Tarot, that's not going away. I'm going to keep doing the readings. I love doing them. You can also email me or message me in the comments um, is the best way to do it on my YouTube channel. Any readings you want to see. I just got a request for some more soulmate readings, uh, soulmate, life partner, you know, where are they, when are they coming, what do they look like, what are they about. So I'm going to be doing some uh, more relationships, integrating more of that on my YouTube channel. Um, but just go to the ch- any, you know, video that you've watched, just put in the comments. Can also do that's where I'm most likely going to see it if you put it in the comments. Hey, I'd love for you to d- talk about this or do this reading. And then, of course, for this podcast, um, all things awakenings go to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And our producer, Sadie, will handle it whether it's a guest suggestion, if it's a topic suggestion, she'll send it to me because this is a community, this is for all of you guys. This is not just me doing stuff just because I like it and want to. I want to do, you know, and cover what you guys want. All right, 347-539-5122 is the phone number. Press 1 on the keypad to get in queue. Let's see who we got here. First caller. Hello, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Who is it? Hi, this is is Teresa. I know we're going to talk later. Oh, good. Hi, Teresa. Hi. Hi, hi. I know we're talking later, but uh, I just felt like I just needed to call in and say hello. Oh, I'm blessed you did. Yeah, and it looks like I'm free now on Wednesdays to start listening to your podcast, which is a good thing. Oh, good, good. I I always love hearing from people um, that I know that I've been working with or they've been listening to the show for a while, the podcast, you know, I love it. It just, it's exciting, you know, kind of makes the world not seem so looming and large, right? It, 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 there's oh. like this similar, there's a connection, community. That is true. Um, what I was wondering is mm-hmm. um, definitely thinking about moving. And, you know, one of the reasons is, um, my husband had recent surgery, which went well. Um, there was nothing found, which was an excellent thing. What we didn't realize oh, was, this, was that this surgery came with a lot of complications that are so-called routine. Um, so okay. he's, in the, he's in the hospital with a little urinary stuff, and he had a little shortness of breath. And we're seriously thinking about moving where there's a little bit different, easier access to health care and what. Um, I love that. Where we, yeah, where we live, there's not a large amount of variety of hospitals, and we're kind of not used to that, and it never was an issue. 
But do you see anything in the future as far as the move or anything? Okay, let's see. I feel it'll be good. Now, interesting enough, I feel like you could be in a – it's either going to be a smaller place or laid out differently. And I I do see like a lower, like, little fence. Or it has a smaller backyard. There's something different. I definitely see a front yard and a backyard. You could be around water if you're not now. Are you you around water now? I am, but I want a beach. I want the Oh, ocean. I think you're going to move to the beach. I think you guys are going to do like a condo along the beach. Okay, I feel like, a, I don't good. know if it's a boardwalk, but I do see you walking a lot. It's smaller than where you are now. I don't feel the yard is as expansive, but I do see you spending a lot of time in the backyard. There's like a little table and chairs, and there is a garden. I see flowers, and I also see you growing some kinds of vegetables. But it is going to be smaller. And the reason I feel that part of it is downsizing, making things easier, but it's also because I feel you are meant to be out and about more. Um, Walking more, you're going to be riding or going places to ride. And I definitely do see you're near – probably even walking distance from the beach. It may not be overlooking the beach, but it's it's not far. So I yeah, feel like it's something that's kind of been long-term coming within you, but it's getting it closer to the, the – has it been? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's something that – I mean, we, we moved to Alabama because of my husband's job, 2015, and I'm certainly not a superstitious person. I think everything happens for a reason. But there's been a series of events that just every time something happened, I thought this just isn't the place for us. It's not the place. Yeah. My husband was very reluctant because he likes to golf, and he doesn't care where he golfs, but he kind of liked our property here. We don't have big property, but, you know, we sit up from the lake. There's a lot of landscaping down to the lake, which also becomes expensive. Um, and, yeah. you know, just reluctant to move um, because of, you know, the shore. There's evacuations some places. And I didn't know if I wanted to dealt with that, but I said as long as I'm within a distance where even if I had to drive 10, 15 minutes, I don't care, you know, not yeah. three hours. But, see, he so, said to get out more also, too. So this is about yeah. you guys actually exp- expanding your um, your routine and your, and your circle. But I, I do hear you talking to him and saying, look, I just – this is too difficult or this is too much of a challenge or it's going to be if something happens or I feel like it's coming under that. I don't see something is actually really going to happen worse, but I feel like it's it's the catalyst. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's like the person that gets, it's like the person that gets out of breath and they think they're having, um, they go to the doctor and the doctors know you're so healthy. It's fine. Your heart's great, but you need to exercise more or, you know, yeah. How your stress levels. It's like a little, sometimes our, our messages come through the body or, or, or yeah. something related to the body, so we make changes. Yeah. And, that makes you know, it, it's, yeah, and it's been a challenge because 
even though the surgery was so successful and they literally found nothing. I think I told you about that, about the tumor, which turned out to be not a tumor, nothing. Um, That's the good part. You know, the bad part was we didn't know that this surgery came with what they consider routine complications, and it just Mm. came to a head Monday, and we literally sat in an emergency room eight hours waiting to be seen from 6 o'clock to 3 a.m., and he's still in the hospital. Um, You know, they're they're still working and getting everything straightened out, and, you know, there are some problems with urinary, and I asked for another consultation, um, which they're doing. They're very good. I have to say the hospital's very good, and, and he's being treated very well. But I thought, oh, my goodness, like we had to travel 25 miles to that hospital. And... The hospital near us, not only is it not that good, but it's been on diversion because they don't have enough help. And I guess that's around Mm. the country where there's not a lot of everywhere. Yeah, Yeah. but I just want to, I said the time has come to be in a place where everything's not as spread out, where there's more to do, um, you know, where you could just go get a drink at a restaurant or go to a coffee shop um, without having to go 20 miles down the road. Right. Right. But so you do definitely move and we're not opposed to downsizing more. That's, that's not a big problem at all. Um, So. Yeah. It just seems to be much better for you somehow the, the, um, and the layout is better. I don't know what that means, but. Mm -hmm. The layout seems better. Okay. Do you see anything else happening or? Well, there's a lot. <laughs> I'd have to go. I'd have to go deeper into that, but I think we got to stop here because I got to uh, get to okay. other callers. But I think, but I think that that's a good call. What you're what you're looking at. I think just trust your intuition on this because yeah. it you're getting the right message. Definitely the okay. right the right nudges. Yeah. I appreciate this, and I will be talking to you after the show. We have a session. Oh, good. I look forward to it, Teresa. Talk to you then. A caller. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Hi. How are you? What's your first name? I'm doing great. What's your first name? Keisha. Hey, Keisha. Welcome. Hi. I'm calling because I have – I'm, like, shifting – my career right now and I have an event that's coming up like in like a week and a half, probably a little bit over a week. Um, I'm not like as concerned for over the last few days. I've been like a lot less stressed about like tickets not selling, but like I'm like trying to see what you see as far as this event coming up. Is it going to sell out um, or, you know, tickets are going to sell in general because right now like right. ticket sales are really low. Let's see. Is this in where? Where is this at? Uh, Florida. It sounded like you were about to say okay. Florida. Yeah, there's a lot of energy around Florida, even around Teresa, the caller before. There's something around mm-hmm. Florida. Either people visiting or moving there. Are you Are you in Florida right now? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you are in this weird, um, you are in this, 
transition phase or working differently. So you're mm-hmm. having to build back up. This one may not be, there's something just slightly that you're going to have to change to get okay. the, um, part of it, I'll be honest, it's the energy, like I feel things picking up more August with this month. But for some people, it may be more mid-August, end of August. Um, And I would say for you, Keisha, as well as anybody else that's listening to this that feels a little stuck or something they planned isn't quite panning out like they want it to, is to somehow just try to, you know, process the emotions, the fear, the concern, process the emotions that are coming up, and then pull back. I like to go for a walk. I, I do meditation, then I go for a walk and just, kind of get out of my head, whatever that is, whatever works for any of you and for you, Keisha. And then uh, and you can even ask the question before, either while you're doing the activity, you know, the walking or hiking. or uh, It has to be something rhythmic. It could be riding your bike. It could be swimming. Um, usually being out in, in some kind of flow helps. Um, it can sometimes help with, it's best that way. I mean, I'm trying to think of sometimes it's happened to me like in the in the gym, but definitely not lifting weights or yoga class or working out. It has to be kind of you on your own. And then and then see what inspired what inspires you and what inspired action comes in. I feel you're just slightly off of something. If that makes sense, there's like something you haven't quite yet hit upon. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Um, I actually was told that by a spiritual um, teacher that I have. She said it's something that, like, needs to be tweaked. Now, I don't, like, yeah. your guess is yeah. good as mine. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if is, we were doing but... a longer reading, I could dive into it. But I, I'm definitely seeing that there's something slightly off. And right now what's really being supported, especially for people that are on it consciously on a path, soul path, you know, spiritual life path, soul path, mainly the soul path, is we're wanting to, this guide, our higher self, is wanting us to create more from the soul and less from the ego. So it, it takes a little refining until you kind of find it and it clicks. It's almost like cooking and you season it and it's like, oh, no, that's not quite right. And then you put a little more and then it's, oh, my God, that tastes so good. So you're going to have to kind of, Feel it out, and then that's going to get into your align your individual flow into universal flow, which is the flow of abundance. Things will just start clicking in. So it's an alignment. It, this is all about soul, which I have been talking about in my pick a card readings. In fact, Keisha, you may want to watch the the latest one that I did on what new opportunities are opening for you, and then also mm-hmm. another one that I did about what you need I to have focus to go back. on. Okay. Yeah, go back. Listen, that was the one that just came out this Monday. And then also, mm-hmm. let me see, there's another one that I go into. Also, the pick a card, what's gaining momentum. And then the other one where I go, what do you need to focus on is pick a card, what do you need to know about? Let's see, where is it? It's, uh, yeah, what do you need to know about your current situation and focus on for success and abundance and that one that one was a month ago so so is it something that i have to yeah because you definitely have to you haven't hit upon it yet okay 
So it's like you something have, I your, to do your teacher I was, was right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm working personally with quite a few people that I'm helping them with that. Um, not to say you have to work with me, but I'm seeing what I'm saying when I'm sharing this is I'm seeing that with a lot of people where they have a good idea, but they're just slightly off. And that mm-hmm. means you're not, you know, then if you're not in that enough alignment, uh-huh. the juice can't yep. go through. And the juice is right. It's energy. It's people. It's money. It's, it's whatever. It's, it's health. It's abundance. Once you're in that juice, and the thing is we're all being trained or reach to do this. We're being trained because eventually we won't have the, the a need. And I'm not talking about a year right. or two. It's going to be a while. But we won't have the function of the ego. We won't need that part of us. We Right now we very much psychologically need that part. But that part tends to go to what's tried and true, what to do, you know. Okay. So it's a retraining to how do you pull back, tune in, and see what the higher directive is, where it's the inner knowing, okay. what's the aha. And that's why things are slowing down. But I do feel like if you, I mean, watch those videos, tune in, I feel like you'll get, oh, that's what I should be doing, or that's the way to word it, or that's the title, or that's the focus. You'll start getting what's more in alignment with you. Okay, that makes sense. I actually started meditating again recently. It's just something like I was just out of nowhere, like I need to meditate more. Um, so you're okay. right. I'll get out of nature, meditate, and kind of tune in so I can get aligned. Because, yeah, okay. because that's the thing is you want to get in that meditative state to then ask the question. Mm-hmm. So it, And it may not come right away, you know, or – a lot of times you're you're doing something and then boom the idea comes in and it's like oh, or sometimes what I'll hear is I'll I'll keep hearing something over and over and over and I'm like okay that's it. So mm-hmm. that's the key, it, 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 and then that means we're creating from the higher self, the higher directive. Right, and it's weird because I had um, I had a period where I was like stressed about finances and that just cleared up. So I feel like now my brain is a little bit more, like, clear to actually listen. Yeah. Yes. So yes. And that is it. You just said it. It's all about the listening. Mm-hmm. That's what we're okay. doing. The retraining is to listen to that part of us that already knows what's doing. And see, what's interesting, I mean, we look at it in a 3D world that a lot of stuff is getting automated, Right. Mm-hmm. And, and people are freaking out because eventually we're going to have a lot more free time, but to know what to do and what really hits, we've got to we've got to tune in. Right. We can't use the automated the automated portion of us, you know, and and just so that uh, to me the the outpicturing of auto automation is, is is about connecting in more to the higher mind or the creative mind. Okay. So, yeah, let let us know how it goes, okay, Keisha? Will do. Thank Keep you again. Posted. You're welcome. Bye. Let's see. Okay. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you, Michelle? I'm doing great. Who is this? I, my name is Christina. Hi, Christina. I do. I do have a question. Okay, so cool. I made a I made a career shift like a few months ago because my um, I'm self-employed, and what I was doing before 
um, was the business that I was getting was slowing down. So I made a career shift, which is in the same field, but just like uh, a different, um, just a different position, right? And mm-hmm. um, even though I made this career shift, it's very slow, and I do know slow and steady wins the race. But right now I'm having like financial issues, so I'm thinking like, did I make the right career shift? Is I want to know is it something I should be doing or I don't know. Do you see anything with me, like my finances? My finances getting better? It is, but you may need. It is going to be slow. You may need to do something else or add something to what you're doing. Does that make sense? Okay. Mhm. Okay. Yeah, I think that there's an addition that perhaps may or may not have come in yet, whether it's something you're doing or investing or something on the side. That's another thing I'm seeing with a lot of people is that there's something on a soul level a lot of people want to do. And so, so it's something on a soul level. So I, I know I, yeah, I keep getting that I need a, to do content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spirit will make it a little, pin, I call it pinchy, so okay. we get going. Because a lot of times we, we do something by ne- the necessity. Like we think, well, I've got to make extra money, so I guess I better start that idea I want, or I better get that second job, or I better send out those emails or invites or whatever. Right. Or I better talk to so-and-so. Yeah, so that's what's happening to you. Yeah. Do you see it as like being a content creator? Is it that? Do you feel? If that's your soul, if that's what you want to do, absolutely, yeah. I feel I, I'm getting this whole just, a lot of change. Um, I wish I would put my predictions all in one place because, you know, not to brag, but they do come through. Ninety-eight <laughs> 98% accuracy. That's very high. Um, okay. So I'm seeing, like, you know, less and less on regular media or TV. I'm seeing a lot more people do things individually or with collectives. I'm seeing some of the bigger social media sites being – broken down, crunched down, and issues with the government on rules and laws and the idea of monopoly, all those kinds of things I feel are going to start next year coming into play. And you already see it, I guess, a little bit. Some of my clients have told me, you know. Um, so I do feel there's going to be a lot of new platforms, apps, opportunities. And some of the older ones are going to be branching out, trying different things. But I do feel the whole idea of because it's the soul. The soul is, is about creativity. That's the whole right. reason we're here. We have learning lessons. We have all these things, but basically it's about creating. It's even, we're here even beyond learning lessons. We didn't come here to learn. Learning is a byproduct. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when a kid is born, an infant, they didn't say, oh, I came here to learn. They, they came here to explore. They start looking and learning new things and meeting people and exploring and creative expression. So, you're going to see a lot more ramping up about individual creative express, expression, the individual, the small business, smaller business, even smaller than small business, even smaller than cottage okay. industry. One, people working one, two, three people together, having these collectives, these initiatives, um, what do you call co-ops. That's going to be a biggie, you know, mm-hmm. co-op situation. So I would say, yes, play whatever it is that you creatively want to express and then receive from, I would go in that, you know, make that an addition to what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. 
good question. Uh, bye-bye. Really good. Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Let's see who's next here. Hello. You're on air. Hello. Hi, you're on air. <clears throat> Hi, Michelle. This first... is Marlena. Hi, Marlena. Welcome. Hi. It's nice to talk to you again. We've spoken a few times. Yeah, um, I think a while I'm, back. It's been a while. Yes, yes, a while back. Um, I'm calling because I have a question about um, a pet, a fur baby that um, is on the way. I know, and I was just wondering um, if you see anything or anything you can tell me, only because I'm having. I said I would never do the pet thing again because putting down my first after 18 years was really tough. Oh, I know that's how I am. Oh, I hear you. I so hear you. Yeah, yeah. It's really tough. They're they're great, but it's a hard thing to do. So I've decided yeah. to take the dive again, and um, I'm just I'm very excited and I'm very nervous. So I was just wondering if there's anything you can channel or see in regard to the new edition. Okay, let's see. It's interesting, some similarities, but very different. And I do feel like there's like pain, like triggering and kind of sadness. But then as you move through that, there's this amazing heart connection. And I also feel something exploring or going out and about or doing more. Are you going to be able to do more? Maybe because your other dog was sick for a while. Um, I feel you're more active with this dog. For some reason, yeah, I think um, I probably will be. Yeah, the um, yeah, you know, the age that I'm at is different and everything. Oh, okay, because I definitely see that you're more. Um, yeah, you're more active somehow, or more. I, I don't know. This this little being is going to bring something different out. It's a different okay. part of you that comes out, and you're going to notice it. You're going to notice. As I, now as I look further into the future, it's, a di- it's definitely not the same doggy being or type, type of dog or something. There's something very different. Like this dog brings, I, I don't know how to say it, another part of you, another part or aspect of you. Um bringing you out of your shell, too, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. There could be something meeting someone through this dog. Now, I don't know if it's a romantic or friend. There, there's something about you with people with this. Maybe you're more social or more active. But there's definitely one trait. I, I don't know what it is because these are just meant to be little mini-reads and chats, but I definitely feel that you're going to notice and even comment about about the difference. Or, oh, they don't let me do this, or I can't do that, or I have to do this, or I have to do this every daily or a couple weeks. There's something like that, you know, and maybe your doggy had that too a little bit. But there, there seems to be some pro- predominant and prominent uh, feature 
Okay, good. And as far as names, are you coming across any names? No. Why do you have you not named them? Yeah, I I can't quite <laughs> I can't quite get there for a name yet. So I was just wondering if there's anything you send. Oh well, then for... let it be until you know. I feel like it's a very new connection. So just let it let it be a little bit and then trust. Okay. Know? That would be that would be my my thought, my perception on it. Okay, just good. Let it unfold a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what that, um, you know, predominant, that characteristic is, that trait, that... Um, yeah. Yeah, what it is. All right, Marlena, keep us posted and you take good care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Into the next caller. Okay, if you're waiting in the queue, please press one on your keypad to get on air. Three four seven five three nine five one two two. Press one on the keypad. You can also ask questions in the chat. I usually ask people to cap cap everything. I won't take it as yelling or screaming. It's just easier for me to see or put some a big question mark or something so that I know you have a question in the chat. Again, the call-in number, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. Hi, you're on air. Hi. Hello. Hi, who's this? My name is Sonia. Hi, Sonia. What's your question? Um, My question is, my husband and I have been separated for about five months. And I want to know if we feel getting back together. If what now? If you see us getting back together or if it's just over. Oh, well, okay. I'm going to check a couple ways. I feel he's a lot of power struggles. I don't feel he's on his own. So maybe if something doesn't work out, I I feel other women around him. I don't know. It's not, um, definitely not in the short term. I I almost feel there's a lot of power struggles or arguing. So I kind of feel like he's got this, like, wall up. And I don't know if in long term it's – and something also with finance, there's financial issues, financial focus, something with the finance that's also – is he wanting to just stay separated and not divorced right now? I think so. And I also believe that he just don't want me to see other people as well while we're separated or whatever. But him, he would like to do what he would like to do. Well, he um, is he doing telling. it. He is doing yeah. it. <laughs> he, he is seeing other people. He is out in the back. That's what I, you know, I don't know, Sonia. you got to really think about it because I, I kind of feel like, he would be the type, if something doesn't work out, after a period of time, he would come back. But he is trying to get with other people, you know, other and women. He keeps lying to me, telling me he's not, yes. but I know he is. Yes. 
you're right. Trust your intuition. Yes, he is lying. That is my perception. That's what I'm getting psychically. So, and I feel like he could let it, because of the money, he could just leave it open-ended and not do anything. Basically, he's trying to bridge to somebody new. I don't feel anything is totally locked in or working out yet, but if it did, then he would get the divorce. So I think you've okay. got to feel out what's you know best for you. What are you really needing, and were you getting it in this relationship? Is this healthy enough? You know, can you can you work through this? Because I'm not getting a really life enhancing picture of him at the moment. You know, as of um, you know being helpful or supportive. So I think this is about yeah. you looking at what's best for you and do you want to look over your shoulder all the time or, or is this something you think is sal- you know, salvageable? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry, but I think, I think your intuition is, I think your intuition is very spot on. I think your, your intuition, your gut your is, is very spot on. And I would just, trust that you know do but do what's best for you with is coaching therapy healing creativity expanding you know do what's best for you so you're in the most place of wholeness and then it's easier to make a, a decision even if it's a tough decision whatever the decision ends up being it's easier to make it from that place all right okay all right so okay. a big hug all right thank you Bye-bye. you're welcome Hi, uh, you're on air. Whoopsie. Whoops, it just hold on. The phone just went. Hello? <laughs> it clicked off. Yeah, you're on air. Hi, who's this? Hello? Hi. Hey, this Who is Michelle. I'm call- Hi, Michelle. I'm calling- hey, <laughs> I'm hey. calling from Florida. And, oh, oh um, there's the Florida call. We, I kept picking up Florida, Florida. People moving to Florida, living in Florida, now calling from Florida. Welcome. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, I was wanting to ask a question. Um, okay. I have desperately, I have desperately tried all different types of diets, and it's real important that I lose at least 10, 20 pounds. I've got rheumatoid arthritis. So I'm trying so hard to be healthy, and I've tried so many diets, and it's like my weight is not going off, not even a pound. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I've tried cutting out pastas and sodas, and I've just tried everything, um, vinegar and lemon juice. And I'm like, there's got to be something I'm missing. How do I lose just 10, 20 pounds? Well, a couple things. Have you had your hormones checked out? Yes, I'm postmenopause, so... My hormones yeah. are like zero. Yeah. So get, um, you know, usually when there's fluctuations hormonally or challenges, a lot of times, we, for one, you get the body moving. I don't know if you eat uh, sugar at all, but sometimes cutting that thing out and gluten. I mean, there's like gluten-free pasta, but definitely cutting out sugar for a period of time or things. Or, helps with the arthritis, and just getting the body moving, like, okay, I'm going to walk five minutes. I'm going to walk around the block. 
In fact, there's actually been, a lot of. Hmm? I've been walking. I started walking for for the past months. I've been work, walking two and a half miles in the morning, and two two miles in the evening. So it's like I'm trying. Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest something that maybe you start a, a little less. Keep doing the and also a month is not that long. Sometimes it takes a, a few months for the body weight to shift. We our body go. Our our body always goes into homeostasis, same as our mind. So sometimes it, you know, it plateaus at a certain level that it's adapted to. But I would look up certain herbs that also help. Um, one of them I like to take is rhodiola. Uh, How do you spell R-H-O-D-I-O-L-A, rosia get that on Amazon, and then also by this company, GT, uh, Bio, Biotics Research. They have uh, like right, GTA, yeah. yeah, GTA Forte, and that helps, that, that supports the the um, uh, thyroid, or, and then there's thyrostim by them also, thyrostim, but that supports the adrenals, the hormonal balance. Um. You know, a lot of times, wait, you know, and again, you may even want, you, you know, you can t- check, you know, tune into your own t- intuition, but a lot of times supplementation is needed. And, you know, you may want to work with a healthcare practitioner or a naturopath or someone. Um, I have found for me, I, w- I was on thyroid stuff years ago. I'm not on that now and don't need it. But there are certain supplementation because if, if your, let's say, cortisol balance is, is you're, it's too much or too little, there's an imbalance, that can cause the holding on of the weight. And sometimes hormonally, it's better to just do a shorter walk, maybe more times a day, 10, 15 minutes, because if we're overstressing our body, even if it's positive activity and exercise, stress is stress. So you, you have, I would say, take it kind of slow. Maybe watch what you're eating. Maybe something late at night. Maybe don't don't eat past six or something. Or eat, you know, fruit at night. I definitely am getting it's like kind of with you. And if I tune in, you know, psychically, because I don't really feel it's a psychic question. I feel like there's it's more about you understanding your body and when you can eat or what's best for you to eat or what time, you know, to eat. I feel, I feel it's little tweaks, little things for you um, to do, and then the weight will start coming off. But, you know, you might be under a lot of stress, and there could be hormonal stress, and then even though walking is really good, the amount might be too much for your body at this particular time. Because of my RA, maybe? Let me ask you, when you go to walk, is it like, do you feel your body's going, yes, yes, let's go, let's go? Well, because of the rheumatoid, I hurt really bad, but I push myself through that pain, and sometimes I'll stop every few feet because I've, I've, I've got injury to my back, a severe impingement, but they won't do surgery because the inflammation is too high in my body. So I stop every few minutes, but then I still push through the pain. And by but the see, time I get done, it's the pushing, but it's the push through the pain. There's a certain level of pain that it, I, in my perception, it's okay to push through. You know, I have some, some things also with body. 
So I get it. But I think you probably need to pull back a little bit. And there's another thing. It's by Solgar, S-O-L-G-A-R, Solgar 7. That can help. It's boswellia and turmeric. But it's by a company called Solgar, S-O-L-G-A-R. It's a supplemental company, number seven. This flavor, I'm just giving suggestions. I take turmeric. But this has boswellia in it. B-O-S, I think, W-E-L-I-A. I know the herb. Boswellia. Yes. Yes, I'm, I know that herb. It's fantastic for um, – so I, I think sometimes with the body, we got to pull back, be a little more gentle, and not the whole idea of push through. It's like – because if you're in a lot of pain – see, pain also causes – pain is inflammation. So you may not you may come back, you might want to ice, and then you might want to do less. See, the pain is inflammation. Inflammation can cause pain. So that's right. where I feel you're in a kind of this catch-22. You're just going to have to rethink it and then create a different model of how you're doing things, you know, and then and just adjust it, tweak it a bit and go, okay, let's gently do this. Pain means, you know, what if, you, what if you're is having the to BPA? Stop, that is um, helps balance uh, hormones. You can look online. This is going to be your mission to get to know your body more. So whether it's things that you find online or in the health food store, or healthcare practitioner, you know, all of the above, this is your time to say, okay, I want to get, I want to get more active, healthier, lose the weight. But I have to take a you have to take a a, a multi tiered approach, right? Kind of a holistic right. approach, especially with the conditions you have. I know many people that have changed rheumatoid arthritis by their diet, so it's possible to to shift that to not have it anymore. I, I worked with a woman years ago that her she had it so bad her her toes were like stuck and curled, and so her hands were like stuck and kind of leaning to one side. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, um, that's how my hands are, and I've got the drop swan neck on my fingertips, and my hands are sideways. Yeah. Well, she went from all of that to nothing. Do, do, you, do you eat sugar? Uh, I try not to. I cut out all the all the sodas, and I do a lot of herbal. Everything I do herbal as far as for pain medicine, I do the turmeric and the omega-3. And I watch. I've been doing so much research. It's like, okay, I don't even know what to do anymore. Um, well, you can definitely so, turn it around. You can definitely turn it around. I've seen people do that. But again, everybody's body is a little bit differently. And I always find, even if people work with a doctor or medical practitioner, it's good to know your own body and and what works for you. You know, it's and so just perhaps use this as an invitation to get to know yourself better through your body at this time. So right. pull back. If you're having to push through the pain, maybe pull back. Maybe it's only a 10-minute walk, and then maybe you ice or relax or do something, and then you go out again. You know what I'm saying? So find the, what works. Find the soft spot for you, the sweet spot. Oh, All right, I'm Michelle, so... keep us posted, all right? Let us know how you're doing, okay? Thank you, dear, so much. You're welcome. Bye. Uh-huh. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. 
Hi, Michelle. This is Valerie. How are you? Hi, Valerie. Doing great. How are you? Good. You were right about the wall. It's almost completed. You said it was going to be built this year. Oh, I did. I don't even remember what, I don't remember my readings. I connected the energy, but okay, good. I'm glad to know that was accurate. Whatever that wall is, it's done. Almost completed. Oh, somebody in the chat. That's so true, Lynn. Sorry. For Michelle, you're still on the line. A good functional medicine doctor can be really helpful. Yeah, okay. Just so you know that, too. Functional medicine is great. I have a a doctor that does. And usually they're very open to supplements and herbs or herbs and whatever you're doing or on your own. At least mine is. All right, Valerie, good to know. So now what's, what's your question? What's going on in your life now? Okay, so I want to see now if you see a relationship coming in this year or next. Okay, let's see. I get definitely, and then I get the energy of a big smile. So let's see. Okay, let's see. I am also getting something maybe even around time of Libra this year. But I, I feel more next year. But there could be someone you meet. Now, I'm also getting two names around you, Craig or Greg. It could be both okay. Craig or Greg. And um, Harold. A lot more men around you. Are, are you starting to date? No, but there's a lot of guys around me right now because they're working on the project. But <laughs> That's kind of different. Oh, that's I'm going, there's a lot of guys around. <laughs> well, that's a good thought. You know, those kinds of things, I mean, even though you're not going to be dating them, but that is a, a shift in resonance where you're drawing in these men. That's why, okay, because I do see a lot of men around. And also something towards the close of the year into about springtime brings you into some social situation or social group or it could be course class, there's some center, something, some kind of meetup, something where there's new people around you. I, I see new new environment somehow, somehow the environment. It could even be like a clubhouse, if that makes sense, or someone has a gathering at a clubhouse or something that's going to be going on, ongoing. So, yeah, there, there definitely is someone coming um in your life, and I feel you know right away. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know if you're going out with multiple people or you've met multiple people recently and then you meet one person and then you just know. And it's not like you have to sit down and have a talk with this person, with this guy, or say, where are we going, what's going It's just you're going to kind of know it puts a smile on your face. You're very relaxed. You're much more relaxed about the relationship, about the situation. Yeah. So definitely there is someone. Yeah. Any clue about around. what he does or anything? No, not in the, a quick read like this. I, I can't get okay. that detail. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I would just look at the, if there's all these guys around working on stuff, that's kind of a sign, you know, it's, it's energetically, the vibration, the resonance of that male energy is coming in uh, stronger. And it's also, I feel like in the next few months to the close, sorry, really around the close of November on, you're somehow activated more 
Because okay. I don't feel he's around you. It's a, it's a new circle. It's a new situation that brings that person in. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're very uh-huh. welcome. Bye-bye. Ooh, you can feel the energy move in, moving and grooving. Lots of stuff starting to pick up for people. Moves, changes, relationships, collaboration, a lot happening. Chaotic, chaos always does that. In chaotic energy is also creative energy. All right, you lovely awakening soul lights. Um, time for our second half of the program, our awakening dialogue. Uh, we have with us today Echo Bodine, spiritual healer, writer, and also director of the Center for Intuitive Living. I will leave um, the calls open on the switchboard. Whatever Echo and I are talking about, um, and in talking about the, the book and anything in the related topic, hover. But as far as readings or psychic readings, won't be doing that. If you want to join me next week, we'll do that. But if, you, if you're listening and you're like, hey, i got a question about this, or, you know, can you explain that a little more? Love to hear from you. 347-539-5122. All right, going to bring Echo on. Hi, Echo. Hello, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, hey. honey, just, li- you know, listening to you <clears throat> give that lady psychic information, honestly, you know what I have to say to you? God bless you for doing this work because, honey, I'm so fried on all mm. of the – honestly, honey, it's it's like <laughs> I love wow, it. just just listening to you oh, and loving your enthusiasm about it. Oh, I just – I think it's wonderful, really. Oh, God Thank bless you. you. And you know what I love? the cold. I, I used to do stuff also on TV, doing readings, and – most readers hated doing the, the audience or cold call, and I'm like, I love that. I love that ping I get. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. Oh, my oh, God. So, God bless yeah. you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I, I think I'm hanging out with too many uh, old psychics who have been doing it for a very long time. You know, we've all just, my brother, oh. I have a very psychic brother. And we're both like, oh, my God. If oh, one no, more I've person asks me. I've been since I was four. I've been channeling since I was four. And I've been oh, honey. doing readings since. Even when I was modeling and acting, I was doing readings. It, it's just the okay. way that I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I do other stuff as well, you know, writing and other things and media and art. But, um a minute or two. God. Yeah, no, I'm not. Everybody has their calling. You know, some people run marathons till their last breath, you know, and I used to yep. race. And I, I wouldn't do that now. I wouldn't do, you know, a, a 10K or race. But, yeah, everybody has, <laughs> their, has their way. But, Echo, let's connect with you. First of all, what's the name of your book? I couldn't find that. Okay. All right. You know what, honey? I've got... I've got to find, I've got, um, let's see, these phones that I have, I've got two, and I am not hearing you very good, so I am oh, going to find, I'm, I'm walking around my house, I will find this other phone, because it has a twin okay. somewhere in my house, and then hopefully I'll be able to hear you really good, because, okay, well, I hear you, oh, you're really is. coming out. Oh, good, honey, I'm glad, okay, let's see, here we go. 
Okay, let's try this one. Okay, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, good. Oh, God. I thought, uh oh. <laughs> I, I wiped you out here. Okay, there. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah, honey, I can. There, that's better. Okay. Okay, so would you say that question one more time? Please. Oh, okay. I just wanted the name of your book. I want to dive in. The Director of Center for Intuitive Living. I want to okay. with you, you know, have everything. But what, you, what also with the name of the book and where people can The get name it. of the book is How to Live a Happily Ever After Life. Okay. Okay. I did have that actually. Okay. Okay. Ever After well, that's what everybody wants. Afterlife and life now. <laughs> no kidding. Beginning, yep. middle, and end, right? Right, Echo? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I'm kind of, I want to dive into that too, but I also am curious about the, um, just how you started. Like, your, I, I like to say, like, the, uh, we have so many awakenings in our life, but maybe one of the first or, like, something's a little bit different or how you saw things differently, and then what, the awakening to get you on this path that you've been on as a spiritual healer and writer um, in this genre. And also, mm-hmm. what, what was the awakening to start the, the center? That's quite an undertaking. Oh, gosh. Okay, honey. Um, all right, let me think. All right, let's start at the beginning. Uh, the beginning is 1965, and uh, I was 17 years old, a senior in high school, and uh, one of my brothers was learning how to play the drums. It was after dinner. We were all sitting around the dinner table, my dad, mom, uh, two brothers, and a sister. And my one brother got up. He always practiced his drums after dinner. So he went downstairs, and he was kind of clanking away. And all of a sudden, God, Michelle, the nicest drumming music came from the den and we all just stopped and looked at our dad and he said I don't know it must be the record I bought him and after really it was only like 30 seconds and my brother came running up the stairs and said did you hear it did you hear it did you hear it and we said yeah what was it and he said a white figure floated through the door across the room put its hands on top of my brother's hands and played this music. And uh, my brother said, I tried to drop my sticks. He said, I had my eyes closed and I could still see him. And he was really upset, obviously. And, um, you know, he said, oh, he's never going to play the drums again. He's never going downstairs again. Um, He was really noticeably upset. And so... My mom was in the, a prayer group at the time, and one of the women had mentioned that she had been to a psychic. Now, honey, I don't know how old you are, but back in 1965, nobody, you had to know somebody that went to a psychic. You know, psychics didn't advertise back then. It was it was really right. kind of a hush-hush thing, you know, yep. but... This, yeah. this woman had mentioned yeah. to my mom that she was she had gone to the psychic. So mom called her and said, I need the number of that psychic. She called the psychic. The woman's name was Mrs. Olson, sweetest lady from um Oh, my God. What English. a name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
she was from England. Honey, she had the coolest accent ever. Oh, my God. And uh, so my mom says, hello, Mrs. Mrs. Olson, my name is Mabel Dean, and we just had an unusual experience. Mrs. Olson says, yes, Mrs. Bodine, I've been expecting your phone call. And she says, uh, this happened for a very important reason. I need to see you and your oldest daughter for a psychic reading. And she said that spirit was my brother's guardian angel who, when he was living, he played the drums. And uh, so, okay, so mom said to her pretty much, okay, I'll get back to you on that because we were so freaked out. Oh, God, Michelle. Uh, Honey, I can't even tell you how freaked out we were. And, I mean, we, we didn't, we were, we didn't none of this we didn't have any of this stuff um that we were aware of so okay right. so we went to see mrs olson for a reading and that's when she told mom that she had psychic abilities and that she would be a well-known psychic someday that i had them my brother michael had them and that my sister nikki would come into her psychic abilities in her mid 40s Okay, so then I went in for my session. She told me that I was born with all four of the psychic abilities and with the gift of healing. And she said that I would someday be a a well-known psychic and spiritual healer and that I would teach others how to develop their abilities and teach them about the gift of healing. She said you'll write several books be on radio and TV, and you will travel around the world. Okay. So I said to this lady, okay, Mrs. Olson, two things. One, um, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. I don't know what psychic abilities are. I, I don't I, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, and two, I don't want any of this stuff. I just want to have a nice, normal life. And she said, you can have... A nice normal life in your next life but this is what you came here to do in this lifetime and she said you have uh, a lot of things to work through first but this will happen and she said a teacher will come along in your life sometime in the next six weeks and she said and she will teach you and your mother how to develop your psychic abilities and uh, honest to God, Michelle, oh, yeah, and she said, she said, Echo, your father is at home with a migraine headache, which he was, and she said, I'm supposed to tell you two things about the gift of healing. One, always use white hankies underneath your hands when you're channeling healing, and two, don't ever forget that it's God that heals people, not you. So, uh, she said, the rest you'll have to learn on your own, and then you will teach others how to do this. So, uh, oh God. so on the way home, Mom and I are both saying, you know, why? Why do we have to do this stuff? And, oh, my God. So we get home, and I said to my dad, who was laying in bed, I said, Dad, uh, the psychic said, and he was not happy, Michelle, that we went to a psychic that night. He was not happy about this at all. 
And uh, but he's laying in bed, and I said, Dad, the psychic said, Oh God, that I was born with the gift of healing. <laughs> so I said, Can I put some hankies on your head and um, and channel healing to you? And my my dad's just laying there. He goes, Just don't hurt my head. And I said, oh, Okay, honey, I have no cl- I had no clue what I was doing. But I took two of his hankies and I put them on his head, and I put my hands on them. And honest to God, they heated up like little heating pads. And I thought, oh, my God. My mom was standing next to me. And then they started to quiver a little bit. And, and I said, Mom, I'm not doing this. They're really hot. And I, you know what? It was maybe a minute. And they cooled off all by themselves. And my dad said, well, I'll be damned if my headache isn't gone. And I, oh, my God, girl, I was so freaked out. Oh, my God. And so, anyway, that's how it all got started. And within that that six-week period, we did get a phone call from a spiritualist minister here in the Twin Cities who uh, said that her spirit guides gave her our names along with six other people and that she was supposed to teach us how to develop our abilities. So uh, we went with the intention of only going once. It was like, okay, let's just go, and we'll see what this is all about, and then we will never go back. And the first night we went to class, and you know what, Michelle, when she explained what psychic abilities were, that you get pictures in your head, um, you get uh, words pop into your mind. You are so sensitive when you're around other people. You feel their pain, their physical pain, emotional pain. And when you smell things uh, from the deceased, uh, she said that was the four gifts. Honey, I... I said, well, yeah, I have all that stuff, but doesn't everybody have all that stuff? I really didn't know that that was what psychic abilities were. And mm. um, and then I, I, I had that as well. You think I think because you have it so much, you think other people do. Why would you question it? You know, until you kind of get out there more in the world. But especially I mean, that's as a child, exactly right? exactly you just. Other people, why why wouldn't they have it? Because you have it, you know. Yeah, I honestly thought everybody had this stuff, and I so that's why I never talked about it. I never said anything to anybody. I just thought, you know, honey, I remember being in second grade, and I would just look around the class, and I would know who was going to be sick the next day, and. So then the next day, school would come, and we'd go, and oh, folks, you know, uh, they'd say, oh, little Sarah's sick today, and I and I think, well. Didn't you know that yesterday? I mean, it. I just, I never really understood why other people didn't comment about the same pictures that I got in my head. But I just thought, well, okay, well, I guess they didn't know that. And but I never thought it was anything significant. And that's how the whole thing got started, honey. So we took classes. We took classes for, um, God several months and probably a full year. I, You know what, to tell you the truth, I can't remember back that far. But we took classes for quite a while and learned all about um, oh, spirit guides, ghosts, 
thoughts, um, how to predict the future, how to interpret visions. Um, oh, honey, there was so much to learn. And, um, and I, you know what, I was the one in the class. Everybody else was so excited that they had these abilities. And I was so resistant to it just because it all scared me so much. And so it took me a while. It took me longer than the other students in this class. But, you know, then in it was 1980, and I, I, I just had the thought, well, why don't the thought came into my head to teach other people. Because, okay, what I did was I, I went on to college. I, I was determined <laughs> to do what I wanted to do. So really... Uh, I went to college for three years. I uh, I went to barber school. I was a secretary for a while. I did a lot of different jobs. And then when I was 29 years old, um, I just had things that, I mean, life's circumstances said, okay, Echo, it's time to do this full time. So that's, I was 29 years old, and I started to do this full time. And, you know, honey, um <laughs> Oh man, uh, all that is just uh, God. It seems like lifetimes ago now, but um, yep, that's that's been my career, doing psychic readings, uh, channeling, healing. I've had really cool spirit guides over the years that have taught me about the gift of healing, um, and it was one of my guides showed up one day and said we need to write a book about healing because it's getting too complicated. People are complicating it too much. And um, so I said to them, I said, you guys, I don't know the first thing about writing a book. And they said, well, we'll help you with it. And so it was really sweet because each day uh, when I would wake up, they'd say, okay, now let's write about this today. So I'd just get out my little legal pad and I'd write and, Oh, my God, girl. Honey, I think I had 17 pages, and I thought, oh, this will make a great book. And um, so I showed it to a friend of mine. She was an astrologer, and she had written a few books. And I, so I said to her, "What do you, do you think this would be a good book? And, um, oh, God, it's funny. And she said, well, let me just read it and go through it, and I'll get back to you. So I let it on the I put it on the back burner and then probably a month later I got a letter from a publishing company and they said uh what you've written is a booklet and they said if you can add personal stories to this book and bring it up to 125 pages they said then we would consider publishing it and I thought 125 pages I, what <laughs> and but, you know, what I, I just, my guides, they were so cool because they would remind me of, well, remember when we worked on this person? Oh, yeah. And so we got it up to 125 pages, and they published it, and that started the whole publishing thing. So mm. that's my story. Wow. That's great. <laughs> and know, what brings honey. you the most joy, do you think? What brings you the most joy? Gosh, you know, I, I really love it when, you know, like when a, 
a new group of students show up and they're so excited about learning about their abilities and just, you know, like when I'm explaining to them, just like my teacher did, I explain it very simple. I keep it simple for people. Um, or when I teach a healing class, oh my God, they're so excited about it. And, um, that's always been really fun for me. Now I'm not, I had to close the teaching center because of the pandemic. So now I do all my classes on Zoom. But still, it's so fun for me to see, you know, the light bulbs go on over their heads and they're like, oh, that, I did that. Oh, you know, it's so fun when people realize what these abilities are and just to help them develop these abilities is, uh, that gives me a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot. Yeah. 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 So, I hear and you. then there's the proverbial, the light bulb going off. It is really, yeah, very rewarding. Yes. And, you know, then there's the whole issue of ghost busting which is really a silly term because it's more like ghost counseling than ghost busting. But, yeah, um, I like that. I like but, that. Honey, this was, I don't know, probably 30, 35 years ago, 40 years ago. Um, one of my students said that, um, oh, no, I'll tell you. Oh, Michelle, you have to hear the story. Okay, so the very first time that I went on a ghost hunting job, uh, mom and I were taking classes, and one of my mom's friends called her and asked her if she would come, if we would come and look in her attic and see if there was anything up there because she said she heard voices and footsteps. So I'm like, okay, sure. And so we're driving out to her house, and I said to my mom, Mom, what are we looking for? And she said, well, honey, um, Carol's, they're hearing noises and footsteps and voices up in the attic. So, okay. And I said, Mom, are we, are we looking for a ghost? And she said, well, uh, I don't really know what we're looking for. And then I said, Mom, what are we going to do if we find one? And she said, "Mm, honey, I don't really know. So, I mean, that's how much knowledge we had. We had no knowledge at all. Ghosts, and I was raised on Casper, like my generation. And so, honest to God, Michelle, when we got there, we go up the stairs to the attic, and we look around, and I am looking for a little white blobby thing. Okay, I'm thinking that's what it's going to look like, is a white blob of energy. And... Strangely enough, there was a man and a woman and a girl and a boy standing over in the corner of the room, and but they were invisible. We could see them, but they were invisible. Like my mom's friend Carol, she couldn't see them. But I said to my mom, do you see those people over there? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, why are they there? Honest to God, Michelle, I did not know that a ghost was the soul of someone. Honey, I didn't know that. And so, Mm. uh, really, we're standing there just looking at these people. And so, into my head, after I said to my mom, well, I wonder why they're there. 
into my head comes the words, my husband was an alcoholic and a smoker, and we all perished mm-hmm. in the fire, and he won't let us go to the other side. I look at my mom, and I said, wow. did, I said, did you hear that? And she said, I did. So I said, well, what do we do? And she said, I don't know. Honestly, honey, we didn't know what to do. And so uh, my mom, you know, she said, well, you know, you guys, you have to leave. Um, you should go to heaven. I mean, we, oh, God. And, um, and then, you know, and they, they did. They left the room. Okay, but we thought, wow, okay, well, we got rid of some people, but the ghosts never showed up because there was never a little white blobby thing that came through the room. And honestly, we did not know that those people were considered ghosts. And mm. um, when we went back to class and we told Bertie and the rest of the class, oh, we went on this job and there were these people, Bertie was the one, our teacher said, that is what a ghost is. It's the soul of someone who has chosen not to go on to the other side. And so then she worked with us and taught us, you know, the next time you go to someone's house, and I, I, I said to her, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not doing any of this ghost stuff. And um, she said, well, if you do have an encounter, the one thing you have to remember is not to show fear because a ghost will breathe in your fear and that makes them more powerful they become bigger taller and they have more energy to do things because i've had i've had two ghosts try to push me down the stairs i had one ghost that slapped me on the back of my neck and um and i know it was because when i was doing those jobs those ghost jobs i was scared because you're walking through mm-hmm. a dark warehouse. Yeah. You don't know where they're going to be. And yeah. so I would always give well, off this fear. They work on the element of surprise, right? They work a lot on the element of surprise. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And so they thrive on our fear energy. And so, yeah, we, you know, we eventually... Um, I know I I took a break. I said, okay, I'm not dealing with ghosts. And it was at least a year before I went on another ghost job. And that time, my brother, Michael, he was, um, oh, gosh, girl. You know, he, he never had to take a class. He never, he's been psychic his whole life. And he used to talk when he was a little boy, like five and six years old, he would talk about, the colors around people. And we didn't, we had no clue what he was talking about. He would talk about spirits that he saw. We didn't have any idea what he was talking about. We just thought there was something wrong with him. And um, it was about a year later when one of my students asked me if I would come and look and see if she had ghosts in her house because her house had been for sale on the market for a year. And she said people would come up to the front door and they would turn around and go back to their cars. And so I called my brother and I said, "Um, this lady thinks she might have a ghost and there's no way I'm going to do this by myself. Will you go with me? And he said, of course. 
And that's that's mm-hmm. when we got started. And because, gosh, girl, I mean, all we thought about, we just called it, well, we're going on a ghost job. And then when the movie Ghostbusters came out, we just, one day we were in the car, we said, oh, my God, we're Ghostbusters. I mean, we just thought that was so funny. And uh, the media, I don't even know how, but they picked up on it. And we got, uh, over the years, we've had a lot of publicity for being Ghostbusters. And so that, Michelle, that's what led to this particular book that we're talking about today. Because what we did was we go into a house, we look for the ghost, we find the ghost, we ask them, what is your name? And why are you here? Why don't you go on to the other side? And so, you know, Michelle, it was about mm, probably a year and a half ago, I was mowing the grass, and this idea popped into my head of writing a book about the six main reasons why ghosts, why souls choose not to go on to the other side. And so that's what this book is about, so that other people, people that are living, so that they can read the book and say, oh, yeah, I, you know, do I believe in life after death? Um, There's, oh, anyway, honey, that's what the book is about, is the six main reasons. There's been other reasons, but the six main reasons why these folks choose to stay earthbound. So there, I just talked your ear off solid for half an hour. Holy smokes. (laughs) God. It's, been, it's, it's enjoyable. This is this, this is my. I love you know talk, hearing people's stories, and also it's great for our listeners to mm-hmm. to hear how it, this kind of ability unfolds for you know a, a lot of people because everybody's a little is you know some of it's similar, but a lot of it can, there's unique parts. I guess I would say. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. many people awakening to these realms now, you know, within themselves, their own intuition, and or becoming psychic. Um, yes. What would you, we've got a couple, let me see, I wanted to just make sure, I did do the little, I don't know if you were on air, a little disclaimer about people calling in with questions, but I do like what, I, want, I do want to get to just a couple of um, you know, reasons why um, in your experience, why people don't go to the other side. Okay. Let me just check this person. Um, do you have a question about our topic? You're on air. Yes. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Hello. What's your first name? My name is Jackie. Hi, Echo. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi, Jackie. Yeah. I, you know, What's your yeah. question? You know, I I um I've been told many different things ever since I was a teenager, and my mother used to take me for readings, and I I couldn't understand why, because it seemed as if I was her only child that she would take, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I always do remember seeing people in my dreams, or at least feeling as if someone visited me from um, another generation, or I remember sleepwalking at one point, and I saw a man. And the man turned out to be my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I saw a picture of him later, and it was the same man that I saw when I was sleepwalking. So I, I could honestly say that I've been told at different times that I had um, healing capabilities 
and um, that I I sense and I know stuff and I know that I could I could smell things at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just about the time when I really needed to I guess get uh, more insight from my mother, who I know was a healer, who I know knew a lot of things. My mother transitioned, mm-hmm. so. Since then, all hell broke loose within the family. And I know the day when I went to go see my mom, the day of her passing, I know that there was Jackie, some type I'm of chance. Jackie, I'm going to jump here. Jackie, what, what is your question? Are you wondering my, how this My question, this? all right, my question is right now, I know that I'm dealing with some things that I don't fully understand. What could I do to get a better clarity with the messages that I that I'm receiving? Because they're coming very fast and sometimes overwhelming. Okay. okay. So I'm going to put you on hold and, and echo mm-hmm. um, if, if you have anything you want to share about that. That's a great question, Jackie. A lot of people are in that position that are opening up right now. So I really, really appreciate you asking Thank that you question. Thank you for taking my question. I didn't you, mean Jackie. to be long-winded. It's just a lot. Okay. Just if I had longer time, but I want to make sure that you get your question answered, Okay. Okay, thank you. All right, sweetie. You're so welcome. All right, Echo, any thoughts? Oh, honey. I mean, I would, <clears throat> well, I'm sitting here listening to her, and she said all hell broke loose. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know. <clears throat> she wants clarity on the things that have happened. But, again, I don't no, really. No, on her, on how to open up. How do you? When these gifts, or she's picking things up, what is the best way to support that? Oh, gee, honey. Um, well, I wrote a what book called you? The Gift. Um, mm-hmm. What, sweetheart? What helped you in opening up to your gifts and trusting them? It sounds like Jackie has some natural ability in gifts, things opening up. And, of course, when things open up, all hell does break loose. The emotions, family, dynamics, you know, everything up in the air. Yeah. But what helps an individual navigate through that and to begin to trust their intuition more and reinforce their intuition more? And I would open up to say what helped you. Yeah. Okay. So uh, to me, I differentiate the difference between intuition and psychic abilities. Uh, To me, intuition. Okay. So to me, intuition. But not psychic. Yes. 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 We're on the same page there. Yeah. Right, honey. So, you know, okay, I have written a book called The Gift, which really helps people understand their psychic abilities, how to navigate, how to deal with the family stuff that comes up because, well, a lot of families, uh, at least with my students, a lot of the families really have a hard time with it. They don't know what it is. Some of it's uh, religious. uh, Religious, a lot of it Mm -hmm. is religious beliefs that, you know, the family worries the person's hanging out with Satan, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. So I would, yep. So I would definitely recommend getting a copy of The Gift. And I also wrote a book called A Still Small Voice, which really is helpful on how to live intuitively. Um, and if she can, well, gosh, okay. So I guess the other thought is that she could call a New Age bookstore if she has one in her area and see if there's anyone that teaches these classes just so that she can talk to somebody that does this for a living 
you know, not somebody. She needs a professional that's been doing this for a while and understands the different problems that arise from these gifts. That's what, what are I would say is, is, yeah, to get the to get the support and I mean and the gift. I mean when you were when you grew up when I grew up there. I mean it was few and far between. It was almost like, you know, you'd get you'd get guided. Now there's you could just there's rep, more reputable you know online. Yes. Yes. Um, but yes, I would agree with you. The support, I think, is so important. You know, books yes. are great too. I mean, you want to have those as resources, but live, in, you know, support of somebody yes. that that has a you yes. know is reputable. I think that's a really good. Um, I think we can agree, squeeze honey. one more one more in, and then we we got to scoot everybody. Um, Sue in the chat is saying, "Sounds so familiar." Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, there is – it can be pretty daunting when the gifts um, – and I agree, even just the intuition, right? Even just yeah. knowing things yep. intuitive, let alone being psychic, you know, and yep. or uh, channeling. Okay, let's see. we got somebody here. One more. Hi, you're on air. Did you have a question about our topic or, yes. or Echo? Hi. Oh, who is um, it? I. This is Michelle, and uh-huh. I'm calling from Georgia. Okay. Um. Yeah. I actually joined a little late, so I took off speaker. I actually joined a little late, so I don't know if you were having a topic, but I have a question about my future. <laughs> oh. Oh no. Well, that well that next week. Uh, 12 o'clock Pacific time. We're talking right now with Echo Bodine. We're talking about her book, How to Live a Happily Ever After Life. And uh, we've been talking about developing your intuition and becoming psychic and uh, a little bit also about ghosts, beings that are (laughs) disembodied beings. But keep listening, okay? Ah. We're glad to have you here. Yeah, sure, yeah. Okay. What's the name of the book? How to how live, to live happily, a happily. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ever, <laughs> how to live a happily ever after life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All Discussion. her information is in the description box. So, um, and if you go to her website, she has that book and other books and resources. But if you go to the the podcast, um, whether you're listening through the Blog Talk or Spotify or iHeart, whatever, wherever you're listening, whatever platform. Um, there will be a description of, of today's show and then um, how to connect with her. Okay. Great. Okay. Great. Uh, yeah. How to live a happily ever after life is the name of the book. Mm-hmm. All right, Michelle, you take okay. care. Hope to hear from you again. Bye. Bye. Oh, you're welcome, Sue, in the chat. Thanks, Michelle and Echo. Wonderful to listen to this. Oh, yes, and then so saying, family and friends have a hard time always with someone opening up. Yeah, yeah. Even with intuition, even though it's the sixth sense, I mean, it's it's natural. People, I know. most people have right. People really resist yes. a lot of times. Yes, yes. Uh, family members, you know, honey. Uh, again, a lot of it is religion. They somehow yes, yes. People think it's against. Religion. Yeah. It's like what, you know? 
Yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah, me as well. Oh. Well, it's because the mystic part of the religion was taking out, where everyone was tuning in and having visions. All that stuff got edited out. And, you mm-hmm. you know, it's like only the the Pope can know this or the priest. Otherwise, it's the devil. And, you know, it's like I know. people, I guess, get scared. But I know. But hopefully but... books like yours and what you're putting out there will help people um I not so, fall into honey. that trap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hope so. I really, you know, intuition is like the coolest thing we've got going as human beings. Yeah. And, I mean, it guides us. It gives us every ounce of help we need. And so many people just get scared of it. It's just so sad. So yeah. I'm just going to keep on talking yeah. about intuition. Yeah. I Good. tell you. Echo. That's yes. right. That's right. Yes. Keep on talking, yes. putting it out there. You're, I you're will. not just a ghostbuster, but a mythbuster. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and honey, you know what? I think it's more ghost counseling than anything. I mean, really, how do you uh, bust no, I like a that ghost? Term, ghost counseling. No, it yes. is because you do. You get in a conversation with them and help yes. them go to the other side. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. But what you said, you can't be on the level of fear. It's got to be like you're just talking to somebody, like, like, like you're talking to a person that parked in this spot. You're, you know, your spot. You're like, hey, you want to move out of that spot, okay? Yes. Just come on, yes. move on. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But now, Echo, give us your um, website URL so people can easily. It's in the. A lot of people listen to the archives, so let's just do it for the listeners. Although it's in the description box, but what is the website URL? Honey, it's EchoBodine.com. Really simple. Oh. And yeah. I'm on Facebook. Um, I've got Echo Bodine and Echo Lee Bodine on Facebook, and I also do an Intuitive Living podcast twice a month so oh yeah let's come on and share yes there's uh lots of fun stuff that they'll find on the website lots of fun stuff okay very cool gosh thank you honey for today yeah this has been lovely and you take good care and we'll be in touch okay sweetheart thank you so much bye-bye okay bye-bye All right, everyone, thanks for being here and everyone that called in, everyone in the chat, and also, as always, thank you, listeners that I know that listen later in the replays. Appreciate you all and what we're co-creating here. Um, Just also, just FYI, some of you joining late, come and connect with me on the YouTube, my YouTube channel, also on Instagram. Love to see you there as well if you want to do a deeper dive or do courses or classes with me. Uh, Patreon is the way to go, or you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. We'll put you on the list for when I'm doing courses and um, uh, through union. And again, all things awakenings, guest suggestions, topic suggestions, anything you need to know, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com is the way to go. So like, Continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake. And I will see you next week. I'm getting Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. 
for continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Oh, you, oh, you.